Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DSG Connect podcast. As one of the world's leading dental laboratory networks, we value connection. And in alignment with that value, the DSG Connect podcast is here to serve you. Our goal is to elevate voices in dentistry. You know the ones, world changers, innovators, disruptors, true leaders, the people making a difference and bringing world-class solutions to our industry and communities. Our guests will educate, inspire, and share what is working, how to pivot when things go sideways, and everything in between. Wherever you find yourself listening, thank you. Industry experts, a glimpse into the future is an exciting collection of talks with the most innovative thinkers in our industry. They'll be asked and will address some of the most challenging points of inflection of our time post-COVID and look forward to their, not only their perspective, but some of the solutions they see on the horizon. This will be thought-provoking, encouraging, challenging at times, but certainly expanding our mind and our perspective of what can be in such a great industry that we're all privileged to serve within. I'm excited to introduce this series of talks and really feel privileged that we could deliver this to you today. Hello, everybody. Heidi here back on the DSG Connect podcast. Today, I'm excited to continue our collection of talks, industry experts, a glimpse into the future. We have Dr. Robert Mongrain on. He is the Director of Clinical Advocacy and Clinical Digital Technology Scanners and Labs for Heartland Dental. He practices dentistry part-time, which provides him clinical focus as he supports fellow clinicians, and he partners with a variety of vendors to educate and evaluate and improve services. With a targeted focus to grow digital dentistry over all facets and platforms by providing solutions for gaps and friction points. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Heidi. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. You are a returning guest to the podcast, which is even more exciting for me because we've gotten the pleasure to speak with you before. You are a leader at Heartland, driving one of the largest digital initiatives. How have you seen digital technology add value to dentistry as we've gone through COVID? Well, that's that's a multifaceted question, Heidi. I mean, in general, you know, digital dentistry improves our results. It increases our accuracy. It speeds the process. We took remake rates from around 7% industry average with impressions. And with many of our partner labs between two and a half and four and a half percent, our data shows that actually it's not the lab issue. It's the getting really good information for the labs. So if we can get the, the labs great scans that shows them everything that they need to have, then we get phenomenal results. We can get that under 2%. With COVID, Oh my goodness, you know, I think DSG is a perfect example of that. The partnership between sending cases digitally, then having you guys having your international global network of digitally connected laboratories, you guys were able to pull back. I don't remember the number, but it was close to a couple thousand cases that got stranded overseas when labs got shut down, pulled them back got them fabricated here in the States and then got them out. Some of them were a little bit delayed, but that's a phenomenal feat. So digital dentistry in, in the COVID age, really COVID just shows us that we need, need flexibility. We need to be able to move things where they need to be. 
and digital allows us that that geographic flexibility and really no time you eliminate the time because you're not shipping things back and forth it's a great way to alleviate infection too and help improve infection control with no impressions great points how have you seen doctors rebounding through covid it was an interesting journey you know when we first reopened uh, we were heartland was very active we were literally 24/7 communicating with partners and people that we knew around the world, what were they doing, getting the latest scientific evidence. What happened early on and the big challenge was we didn't know what we didn't know. And COVID is a very serious thing, but we thought, everybody thought that if you walked in the room and sat next to one virus, you were going to die. And so there was a lot of fear going in. And, you know, the only way to alleviate fear is to provide information. And so getting good information and for the doctors, really uh, being able to communicate with their teams that they had things covered, communicating with their patients that they were safe and implementing those protocols. So it was tough. It was a slow journey coming back, but we've come back really strong. And what really surprises me and has surprised me is that our patients have responded very positively. They feel safe in our offices. The great majority of our offices are having great results. And uh, patient care has been phenomenal. And people are coming back I think it enhances digital, the digital platform, you know, the ability to be flexible and we can get cases back. You know, maybe the, the local lab was closed. Partners like DSG, we were able to immediately turn our cases around and get them back on a timely basis when we, when we uh, came back into the office. People have become more used to it now. We, you know, we've set up the protocols. We know more than we used to know. And so the big driver now is, I think, more the economy and people having the resources to to afford dentistry. And what are you seeing there? Are you seeing people still keeping their appointments? Yeah, we know the hygiene schedules were a challenge in October and November, exactly six months after mm. you know, the shutdown. Sure. Uh, but, but then we saw an increase in, in, new, in new patients because we had more space on our schedules. We're seeing a lot of people saying yes. You know, they, they repositioned their travel money. They didn't travel as much. They didn't do vacations and they were at home and you know, we found the Zoom effect to be pretty significant. Clear aligner therapy has gone up. People are wanting their smiles to look good on their high-definition cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I, I have more wrinkles than I ever thought, you know, when I look at <laughs> my camera. So those are the kinds of things. We're seeing an impact in, in, our, in my personal office uh, because of the exposure to COVID. So people are canceling appointments because they either had it or were exposed to it. So that, that's a challenge, but I think that's more short-term. I think that now, gosh, it's, by the time you hear this, the vaccine will be out. And that's really, even though it won't be over for a long time, that's really going to begin to open things up. What do you consider to be some of the biggest challenges practices are facing now? Staffing is certainly an issue because there's many people that left the profession, many uh, of the team members. And then uh, I think just the availability of PPE, there's been many disruptions to the, fly, to the supply chain. For example, certain countries in mean, Malaysia, hopefully they'll be reopened before this is aired. But, you know, right now they're not making gloves in Malaysia, which, were, which is where many of the gloves are made. So just, you know, the challenges are resilience and adaptability. I heard Simon Sinek say this earlier this year. You just mm-hmm. got to adapt. And, you know, there are always people that are ready to move forward. And there, there are people out there that want that need a chance for a good job. And so you just have to be flexible and set aside some of your preconceived ideas about how you used to do things. 
That is so true. It seems like through this year, we've all had to pivot so many times and adapt in different ways and learn how to do things new ways. It's, it's almost kind of like we just got shooken up and now we're looking at the world a little bit differently. And that's not always a bad thing. It's accelerated. The COVID pandemic has accelerated the change that was already in the system. Yes. And I'm working with remote dentistry and with AI monitoring that was already here, but as like, yeah, I'll do that someday. And now all of a sudden I'm finding out that my patients really do value that less touch, but higher interactive environment. And so it's, it's kind of third things on its head that the new world that we're in is actually an extension of the older world. It's just gotten here a little bit faster. Put a little gasoline in the tank for all of us, for sure. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of go into a little bit of what AI that you're using? I think that a lot of listeners would find that interesting. You know, AI is coming on many fronts and uh, it's still its earliest stages. Companies that I'm working with, uh, it's not a full heartland thing. We're more in a test phase is dental monitoring. And they use AI to evaluate oral conditions through photographs. They also use it, we're using it to monitor clear aligner therapy and it can use to be used to monitor orthodontic therapy. So it reduces the number of visits. We're seeing AI in, on the laboratory side your laboratories are beginning to you more with artificial intelligence design, making the process more efficient for the designers. We're seeing margin marking, margin evaluation. So we're testing now the ability to evaluate where the margin is and is it accessible and usable, evaluating scans. One of the other things that we're testing at Heartland is AI or machine learning with radiographs. And that's coming very soon. FDA approval for at least one or two vendors will be coming in 2021. And that is where, you know, you look at the radiograph and it previews it for you. And the doctor then decides, you know, where there might be disease. There's still a doctor involved. Sure. I think the real premise of AI is that you get an accelerated evaluation. So you're not, you're making a choice between two or three different things versus uh, being very just scattered about your thinking. Sure. Really enhancing what you already have and just putting those tools right in front of you. It sounds like. Yes, exactly. Really good. Well, we kind of touched base with this a little bit on the last question going in with AI. What opportunities do you see for doctors on the horizon as things have accelerated and now we're moving forward and brighter days are ahead? Well, it's digital technology, you know, and and all of its different aspects. We just talked about AI. In addition to that, our patients, they don't want to talk to us anymore. They want us to, they want to interact with us on our phones. They want to be able to select their own appointments, uh, fill out their paperwork digitally. Those are huge time savers. Uh, Mm -hmm. Every digital technology, when well implemented, the day of of me handing a piece of paper over to the business person who has to manually enter all of the information is gone. You know, we're working at Heartland vendors with DSG. We're testing right now to immediately send all the information that I capture in the scan and all the patient information directly through an AI process, but also right into the lab management system. So there's no human error, no human interaction until it comes time to start to fabricate that case. That can save days of time, speeds things up because it happens in a matter of seconds. It just goes on throughout the office. You have to embrace digital technology to be able to move forward. Thank you so much for sharing all of your insights. Do you have any final thoughts for us today? You know, one of the things, and I don't want this to be a, I don't want this to be a commercial for, 
you know, for a heartland, it's going to sound like it, but I've been so thankful. Really, I think some of the doctors that are listening to this that are wondering what they should do next, I'm not saying it's a heartland or, or anything. There's nothing wrong with solo practice. I was in private practice for many, many years. I'm just so thankful to be a part of something a little bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for example, DSG, that was a, a huge blessing, comfort to us to have that scale. So it's not that small is bad and big is better. I think it's just that being a part of a community in uncertain times is just really, really important and valuable. So just, I would say, just keep an open mind, whether it's working with a larger lab or, uh, you know, looking at what am I, you're going to do with your practice in the future, what does your, your future hold? These digital technologies are very intense and very expensive and you need to scale, you need to have scale to support them. So that's it. You know, I, I love having this partnership. I, lo- I love what we're all doing together moving dentistry forward into the digital world. Thank you for moving it forward with us. And you guys are a great organization. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you for all your thoughts today. Where can our listeners connect with you? If they would like to learn more about Heartland. From a uh, from our business side, you can go to Heartland, uh, to our heartland.com, to our website. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm okay. there a lot. And that's probably a good way to search. And I'm always happy to answer questions. Those are two good areas to, to find out more information. Thank you so much. Appreciate having you on today. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you for listening. We invite you to subscribe to DSG Connect on iTunes or Spotify. Take a minute to refer a friend or colleague and help us spotlight this podcast by leaving us a review. In between episodes, stay connected with us. Have a topic in mind? Send your suggestions to podcast at dentalservices.net. Also, did you know we have webinars? Check them out at dentalservices.net slash edu. We believe we're stronger together. Until next time, enjoy your day.